In the words of Asa Abloy and the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Mine? 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 Welcome to Security Today, brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions. Sprinter has a passion for technology with divisions including cybersecurity, managed services in IT, datacom, and security. With a calling card of the cleanest work environments and low-voltage industry, Sprinter IT is a robust leader in the technology sector, and you can check them out at SprinterIT.com and SprinterDatacom on Instagram. I'm your host, the most desired uncle in security, Uncle. Bear, that's right, Uncle B A E R underscore on Instagram and Twitter, and at Security Today Podcast on Instagram. So give me a like, give me a follow, baby. Slide into my DMs, and don't forget to just subscribe to this podcast, please. We're here again for another stellar week of security news and highlights, and I hope you've been doing good and continuing to push yourself to hashtag be the better tech. That's one thing I try to push when bringing a culture around this podcast is to be a better technician. This means that you don't just pull the cable and collect the check, but it's mastering your craft. It's showing yourself that you respect what you have chosen to pursue. You are an in an industry that is on par with doctors, police officers, and emergency responders, the overall tone and backbone to the systems making our world more secure rests on you, the integrator, or you, the designer, or you, the security officer. We must stay diligent and sharp so that we can lift the world up around us. And I'm so glad that you continue to come back to this podcast to glean little ripe fruits and put in your 10,000 hours to truly be a giant among your peers. Now let's get into it and talk about what we're going to talk about. First up, Holovision designs with the best of them and has created something that, while it isn't concerning to your old uncle, it is making him think about something concerning. Huh? Also, the poor quality of software in America is sinking us. No shocker, but we gotta bring the depression. We'll also sink our teeth into an aspect of our industry that, while metered, can be a huge advantage, but when left unchecked, can lead to one of the biggest threats to security today. Not security today the podcast security today is not tomorrow i don't know, i forget it but first that's right we're gonna do a shout out at trilogy security this week one of the ogs that i've been following for quite some time on instagram trilogy security is one of those big steppers in the security field one of those shops that come in and handle the locks the doors the cameras the access the fire and alarm while the gc sits there with their jaw on the floor out in the new jersey area they do everything from service contracts to pen testing and audits I mean, when you're walking around with that much brass on your collar, you know you're dealing with one of the greats. Check them out at TrilogyProducts.com and give them a follow right now at Trilogy Security on Instagram. Like every one of their photos, everybody, like it's kind of like doxing for security today. <laughs> Let's chit chat. Software. At one time in the industry, it wasn't much to worry about if you weren't on some Fortune 500 national site, but now software touches every camera, every alarm, every access panel, every perimeter defense, and so on and so on. Yet, somehow, software quality issues may have cost the U.S. economy $2.41 trillion in 2022. 
Software is becoming quite the pickle because on one side of the coin, people need to be aware of and factor into account that they're going to have to update their software when it needs it. But on the other side of the coin, software always needs updating. So a 2022 report on the cost of poor software quality was co-sponsored by Synopsys. The report was produced by the Consortium for Information and Software Quality. CISQ, you have to say it like that, an organization developing international standards to automate software quality measurement and promoting the development and the maintenance of secure, reliable, and trustworthy software. So the report highlights areas of growth that are drastically driving this number up. For instance, number one, cybercrime losses due to the rising number of software vulnerabilities. Losses rose 64% from 2020, and we had talked a couple weeks about weeks ago about how the UK is getting hit in their manufacturing plants with cybercrime. But cybercrime is no joke. It rivals a sum equivalent every year to the world's third largest economy after the US and China. Damn. That's right. Number two, software supply chain problems with underlying third-party components are up significantly. So while open source is a must, it can have its downfalls, like where it pumps out weakness into the open source software components industry, to which there was an alarming 650% increase from 2020 to 2022. You'd think everyone stuck at home would have helped maybe open source tech with a little bit of more focus and time, but it has had a bit of a hurtful impact in the supply chain. Number three, Technical debt has become the largest obstacle to making changes in existing code bases. So this year's report illustrates that deficiencies aren't being resolved, leading to a technical debt to increase to approximately $1.52 trillion. The report also found that operational failures, primarily due to cyber attacks and open source deficiencies, have risen alongside technical debt as deficiencies aren't being resolved at a comparable rate. So we're taking more water than we're shoveling out of the boat. With these rises, developments in technologies and practices to remediate issues have also matured considerably in the years, so people are more aware of it, but it is still an increasing problem. From the security side of things, this is going to continue to put our customers and clients kind of in a tricky spot. And while we are Bible-bashing preachers when it comes to update and upgrade your software when needed, we're also kind of swinging a hollow book at this point, so... Make sure that you're cognizant of software issues and do a little bit of research, figure it out, and kind of be that aid to your customer. Let's get into our product highlight, Holovision. Secure by design, claiming the best in home automated security systems with the widest variety of customizable designs to suit any taste. Holovision says that Holovision is the national leader in entry access systems for private residencies, estates, and select multifamily projects. You can almost taste the silver off the spoon-fed bio from their website. (laughs) They have made an interesting move, though. They basically create pretty polished-looking gate indoor uh, and outdoor intercom door control type of things that they have partnered with Doorbird, Viking, and Ring. I was drawn in by their Ring uh, encasing or their Ring integrated keypad where a typical Ring doorbell kind of sits next to a tarnished wildflower bronze encasing next to what resembles maybe like a PDK Gen 1 rugged keypad. Now, in this scenario, they are just the designer. They're creating a better looking device to sit in place of your intercom, your gate control, etc. They provide a full access uh, solution and 
even integrate smart home wise with uh, companies like Elon and Crestron. Now, I saw something, though, when I flipped past an ad for the Ring doorbell station. I saw a potential that some access control providers might make a jump to start integrating the big box store Ring, Nest, Arlo, etc. into their access control platforms. Now, this would take a lot of moving parts, but it could be done and it would be bad for business. I have levels of rage towards certain things in our industry, obviously from the tippy top of rageaholic crash and bash blind Viking mushroom fury that I have for the PRC and hike vision, tapering off to, you know, Daua, Uniview, Verkata, and down to the Amazon and Google devices, which kind of just sit below ADT. <laughs> Screw ADT. But the right the, the, that right there is my worry. See, I worry that a big box store will wake up one morning next to a big box security provider and they will have produced a demon child that becomes another large threat to our industry. Now, no shade on hollow vision, except that their nose is maybe a tad high for a gold and silver shoebox with a doorbell taped into it. But this product highlight is more about kind of a Monday afternoon thought from your old uncle. And uh, I just see danger on the horizon. Anyways, on to the meat. Acquisition. An acquisition is when one company purchases most or all of another company's shares to gain control of that company. So purchasing more than 50% of a target firm's stock and other assets now allows the acquirer to make the decisions about the newly acquired assets without the approval of the company's other shareholders. This whole thing, acquisition, has been really picking up steam in the physical security industry as of the last five to 10 years. I was just on a Q&A Instagram Live with Mick at Tricam Security on Instagram for the Technology Worldwide page, and we briefly addressed acquisitions. So go check that out. But all in all, I do believe that this is something we as participants in the industry need to be aware of. Sometimes an acquisition works out for good. Sometimes it works out for bad. Sometimes a potential acquisition is exciting or scary. And I'm going to elaborate on each one of those scenarios, but remember, here at Security Today, we try to stay big picture. We dive into the trees and the intricacies of the products, companies, and systems that we touch daily, but we must remain sky high with a sweeping view of the forest so that we can be the best at what we do. With that, and with these examples, you must remember that, the, that overall, I really don't think that we should be big fans of major acquisitions. I feel similarly to it like I do the internet. It seems good, and it feels good, and it does good, but really, it's bad. It hurts, it weakens, and it lessens our life in the industry. It might be the libertarian in me, but many privately held companies far outweigh several, several publicly traded companies when it comes to the benefits. I know large companies bring power and resources to push technology. That's definitely needed. But that push doesn't end up being all that better when they own the lion's share and now a mere... I don't know, tens of people are making the final decisions on our entire industry. But let's, let's talk a few of these examples. First, a recent acquisition that all, see, that all seem like a good thing is Motorola Solutions. Not to be confused with Motorola Mobility, owned by Lenovo, Motorola Solutions in 2018 picked up Avigilon for $27 a share. Now, this was a milestone movement as Avigilon is an enterprise leader in the video surveillance market. Avigilon designs, develops, and manufactures advanced security surveillance solutions, including video analytics, network video management software and hardware, surveillance cameras, and access control solutions. Avigilon products are used by a range of commercial 
and governmental customers, including critical infrastructure, airports, government facilities, public venues, healthcare centers, and even retail. The company holds more than 750 U.S. and international patents. Then, towards the end of 2021, Motorola turns around and drops $297 million to buy OpenPath Cloud Access Control. OpenPath's access control solution makes businesses more secure with multi-factor authentication, enables a contactless entry experience, and can be easily scaled and managed due to its cloud-based architecture architecture. Then Motorola is on a tear. They turn around and in the beginning of 2022, Motorola scoops up Ava Security. Ava Security's scalable, secure, and flexible cloud solution provides enterprises with real-time visibility and powerful analytics to optimize their operations and detect anomalies and threats. The platform offers organizations the benefit of an enterprise-grade video solution system while minimizing the physical footprint of the security infrastructure. Now, both these platforms have been extensively talked about on Technology Worldwide's podcast, so go check that out. But this is two huge, three really, acquisitions that while they look good because Motorola is a trusted company, both the products are solid cloud options and Avigilon is a solid option for video surveillance. The merger has made both products actually stronger. Ava and OpenPath, I sell, I recommend. But that doesn't necessarily mean it is the best thing for our industry. It's kind of hard to tell. And sometimes you can't see that for 5, 10, 15 years. But we'll see. It's still a good product. But does that mean that we are in support of acquisitions? Not necessarily. What about a clearly bad acquisition? For instance, when Google dropped $3.2 million in cash for the smart thermostat and smoke alarm company, Nest. Nest had some solid products, and they were working as a little startup with security and privacy in mind. The Nest thermostat is an icon in the HVAC world and easily one of the better inventions to come out of smart home tech. Once acquired by Google, they've expanded it to the video doorbells and the alarm keypads and the sensors and all that stuff. This acquisition financially was brilliant and has paid Google's, uh, like Google massive dividends. From an industry standpoint, though, it did two things. It took a solid product and turned it into a privacy-breaching machine because of who bought it. For instance, when Nest Secure was announced back in 2017, they had, there was a microphone subs, uh, suspiciously absent from the tech specs of the product, and later it was found that every Nest Secure had a microphone for some reason, but that wasn't even indicated. Also, Google will allow emergency disclosures of video footage to the police from its Nest cameras without a warrant. And there are stories of hackers breaching the Nest cam through the microphone and notifications, for instance, to tell a woman that a man was going to kidnap her and her baby. And that was there was a false ballistic missile report uh, in an area through the Nest app. Clearly, products that were designed to be forms of security had security stripped from them for sales by a tech giant that bought the product line. Moral of that story is to use Arlo, okay? the po- uh, They post right out front on their website that, quote, you shouldn't have to give up pr- privacy to feel secure, end quote. And maybe they're lying, but at least they're trying to lie. Google kind of nods, tips its hat, makes a masturbation sign with its hands and smirks as it walks out the door when you ask them if they care about your privacy. So there is that. But acquisitions like this kind of give us a... Uh, 
worry or a sweat that we should have on all acquisitions, whether they're good or bad. What about the possible excitement or potential worry a future acquisition could bring? For instance, Asa Abloy, the don of the door hardware industry. They take the stance of Dwayne The Rock Johnson when he raps, it's about drive, it's about power, we stay hungry, we devour. (laughs) They're not going to like hearing that. Now hear me out, okay? I lean pretty heavy in my bids on Asa Abloy. I stay true to the Hess strikes when it comes when it comes to putting in an electric strike with a little wavering to RCI and Trine and I only quote alarm controls for mags they're the easiest to install and on a mag install I need less trouble not more because strikes over mags till the day I die Adam's right is the Kleenex of the mortise body lock for aluminum frame doors arrow is solid August lock is the best smart home deadbolt mark my words it's on my door at home but if you want to argue you're probably arguing for Yale which Asa owns also Corbin Russwin owns a share of the key populace out there. MTech is for the fancies. Before the pandemic, HID owned the card reader space. Life safety power is always a good option. Multi-lock is the most secure key cylinder out there. Norton is the door closer all others try to be like. Sargent, Securitron, Rickson closers, Pioneer doors. And that's like literally a fifth of the companies that they own. I know, right? And with that, my eye was caught when I read that they recently acquired a 100% share of Doorbird, the intercom for MDU spaces, and they were stopped by the DOJ in trying to acquire Spectrum Brands. You're thinking what I'm thinking. So what? What's Spectrum Brands? Well, Spectrum, Spectrum Brands owns Quickset, Baldwin, Wiser, Fister, and National Hardware Brands. They have like hinges, clasps, sliding door hardware. They're in Menards, Walmart, Lowe's, just to give you an idea. So the DOJ complained, alleging that the merger would eliminate important head-to-head competition between Asa Abloy and Spectrum. Well, Asa Abloy goes, fine. We'll initiate a sales process for MTech and Yale's smart residential business if you give us Spectrum. And some might think, wow, Yale's huge. They'd give that up? Well, yeah, because the chances that you touched a Yale lock this week out in the wild is a hell of a lot slimmer than opening a door with national hardware hinges, quick set knob, wiser knob, or for you fancy pants, a Baldwin scroll level. Way more business than Yale. And MTech, psh, whatever. MTech is what the architect scopes. Quick set is what the client agrees to. So it's kind of exciting because when you look at it, Asa Abloy could do some crazy things if they acquired all of that with the smart key system and merge it with electronic deadbolts and stuff. But It's acquisitions like this that can actually hurt our industry. Because let's say that Asa gets Spectrum. Now they own more than three quarters of the fold. They lower quality to make more money, and none of us can do a damn thing. Or they have a product line defect that isn't discovered for six to eight months, and it's out there on the market, and it isn't even fixed for another 12. It doesn't bid us well that one conglomerate can shift the entire industry with an oversight or for a dollar more. I believe it was the Onceler that said, I laughed at the Lorax, you poor stupid guy. You can never tell what some people would buy. Well, news to you, I'm the Lorax. You're the Lorax. And we stand up and say to stop chopping apart our industry and just getting it all under one belt. And they continue until every tree is felled and they have everything. And security no longer exists in the security industry because one of the dynamics of security within our industry is that there are multiple players out there being able to provide us secure products so that one person, one company, doesn't own it all and decide to, I don't know, fuck it up. I'll leave you with this. 
Which way does the tree fall? Asked the Lorax. Uh, down, said the Onceler. Yeah, a tree falls the way it leans. So be careful which way you lean. That's it for security today. Subscribe, like, and follow. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions, where secure IT isn't a marathon, it's a sprint. So check them out on Instagram at SprinterData.com. They do have some employment opportunities right now, so you might want to slide into the DMs if you're looking to work with the best or work with the bear. Also, DM me at Security Today Podcast on Instagram with your thoughts, your stories, your resources. This podcast mission is to inform, instruct, and indulge the security technician as they make the world a safer place. And we're looking to do just that. If you have tried any of the products I mention on any of the podcasts or have information on them, just let me know. I love to chat it up. And don't forget to follow one of the security giants of Instagram at Trilogy Security. Also, also, don't forget, Uncle Bear is a proud member of the TKW community, so check them out at Technology Worldwide. That's T-E-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E-W-W on Instagram, and DM them on how to join. You're going to find the best in the game in this community, and I personally guarantee that it's full of the best technicians in low volt in the nation on God. So we'll see you next week, security fam. I love you guys, and au revoir, suckers. (laughs) 